Welcome back to another episode of Church is Stupid. Comma, but. I am Ruth. Hi, everybody. I am Andy, another returning normal person. Okay. And, uh, oh, you have a large caveat this week. Well, I've been noticing that I've been extending my title the more that I talk. Not like every week here, but like every week, just my normal job. And today, also, we have joining us uh, a special guest who is has been here before, but uh, not normal in particular. Not in any sense of the word. <laughs> I wasn't... I wasn't trying to call you not normal, but it happened. But it happened. Do you want to say hi? Do you want them? Hi, I'm Wesley, and I'm not normal. And uh, because of the running hi, gag, uh, the person who is not on this episode but is on this episode today is. Is that me? Yeah, that's yeah. It. Well, Elijah, it wasn't any again. of the rest of us who've already introduced ourselves. What's up, it's Elijah, guys? How are you? Doing? <laughs> <laughs> every single time that you're on this episode, every time that you're on this podcast, Wesley isn't on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Every time Wesley's on this podcast, you're not on this. Yeah. Podcast. So today we've proved that we're not the same person. Today, I know everyone yeah. was wondering. Although <laughs> the tens it, of listeners were. It actually was really fun. The tens, <laughs> that's generous. Um, no, but uh, actually, it almost did not work out for Elijah to be here today because we had a last-minute cancellation in our babysitters. So he was trying so Lily's to just at purpose. home by herself in a closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's doing fine. It's we, a Harry Potter we gave her a too, food so bowl. <laughs> we gave her a water bowl. She's we took can't it from the, tell cat the internet. This <laughs> we're gonna get canceled. <laughs> just that easy. <laughs> what do you mean? She has food. She's fine. She's fine. She has food and water and a dark space. Don't she has to learn how to take care of herself eventually. Don't worry. We made sure to like give her a leash <laughs> and tie it to the couch so okay. she can't we, we, get out. We lit a candle in the closet so there's some. I can't so wait for her to light. hear this in like 15 years. Did you years? take out all the linens? Or <laughs> leave all the years. linens in there. What do you mean? That's what she plays with. Lily, we did not do this. Your Aunt Sarah is watching you. I oh. promise. It's like a time capsule. So. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me. I forgot to start a, uh, a timer. So. <laughs> I forgot well, to start. Like, we haven't been recording. No, it probably would be good. Your we should said probably 1230 when he said when he could go. Yeah, it was, no, yeah, it, was it, it definitely has been two minutes. Uh, that we'll never get back. <laughs> two minutes that nobody will ever get Are you trying to say back? something right now? <laughs> and so on that note. It's been two minutes. Yeah. And Ruth needs to introduce a topic. Yeah, yeah which Ruth, I was come trying on. to segue into how we were having a boring conversation. And look here, but y'all interrupted. Thanks. So now that we're bored, this week we're talking about boring church. Mm. Yay! Oh. Ugh. Oh. It's supposed to be me snoring. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, and it was it's probably just going to sound like demonic like snorting <laughs> on the microphone. <laughs> Hi, Satan. Is that you? <laughs> Welcome to the party. Why don't you tell us what you think about church? You laugh like that's not how he snores. Yeah, I do. Satan I, or I definitely Elijah? I definitely <laughs> snore. What's the difference? <laughs> You don't want the answer. I'm that sure that question. we both snore very alike, if I'm being honest. Okay. So anyhow, on that note, yes, today we are talking about boring church. Because I think there's a lot of people, let's be real, find church kind of boring. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everyone here is like, can we admit this? Yeah, do you want to explain on that, or just you just wanted to point out everybody here at the table, or, you know? Yeah, I just want to make sure that we got it on record, so that oh, okay. way I could make sure everybody listens to this. I think part of it is just the monotony and the mundanity of how it's the same thing every week. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we know mm-hmm. we're going to have this hymn for traditional worship, and then this is going to happen, and this person's going to say this thing. It's so just many of our traditions have been around for so mm-hmm. very long. Mm-hmm. Like, church doesn't doesn't change no and then you get like 
the Serbian Orthodox churches that literally have the same service every Sunday. There's mm. no change. That's wild. Like they have one sermon and it's the same sermon. I don't and think they it's just technically it? a sermon. It's like a, a, a just a, like a lit- litany type deal, liturgy, a chant of sorts, a Gregorian chant. I don't know. Probably not in the Serbian church, but fair enough. A Serbian chant. A Serbian chant. Maybe we are the same person. <laughs> I think so. Okay, so now that we've talked so. about Orthodox churches that are coated in gold, which makes them actually fun to go to because you can just like watch and look around at like all of the art that's around there, but yeah. not for a Sunday service. Um, we had this mm-hmm. idea that we were talking about, this whole idea of Sunday service only Christians. Yes. And that's where this idea of boring comes from. Do you want to explain on that, Ruth? Sure. Uh, I can do that with my brain that works today. Okay, then I'll take over. Um. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. This is going downhill quick. It's like a soundboard wow. <laughs> wow. Um, all the things we would have on the church's stupid uh, soundboard is kind of frightening. But so I think one of the reasons why, and, and I have to agree with, uh, one of one of my colleagues talks a lot about how sick he is of hearing about how church is boring because the whole point of church isn't there to like entertain you. Mm-hmm. It's not there to be some concert performance for you. And I completely see where he's coming from because I, I agree. And mm-hmm. and quite frankly, after a while I find very performance driven churches also quite boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um because ultimately to me it's, it comes down to the idea that it's just one hour on a Sunday, and that's all you do. There, you don't know the heart behind it. You don't know the reason. Um, and this is something I actually, I, I really have tried to learn in a, in a pretty intense way because I was two and a half years into my ministry when the COVID pandemic started. Hmm. And obviously that turned a lot of things upside down. And the funnier part was that I'd actually... I had gone on maternity leave in November. I'd just gotten back in January, and by March we were all shut down mm-hmm. because yeah. of the pandemic. But obviously anybody who's dealt with any church people knows that there are many varying opinions on what is the proper thing to do with church during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I have my own opinions on that, but that's okay. Uh, I decided because my congregation was an older congregation, that the best thing to do was to keep us closed. Mm-hmm. And so that meant I, I had gotten the news actually a week before the pandemic started, <laughs> in the States anyway, before things got shut down. I had found out that I was moving here to, to Midland first. And so when I made this decision in, I think it was June, or no, May, that we would stay closed for the entire time, until the transition happened, which meant that I would not have a goodbye Sunday with my church in person, mm-hmm. um, which was a really, really hard decision to make. I wrote, I ended up writing this like two page letter where in that two page letter, I promise there is a point to this in that two page letter. I basically spelled out, Hey, I know there's a lot of you who don't agree with me. I know there's a lot of you who will, will be really upset by this decision. I know that, that we're not going to get to say goodbye, and that hurts. And here's the reasons why. Like, I hope you understand and trust that even if you don't agree with me, you know that I'm looking out for you. I'm doing the best mm. that I can <clears throat> to try to, to help. 
in, in the way that I can. And, and I was better received than a lot of my colleagues who had churches that agreed with them, but were just more matter of fact about it. Hmm. And so the whole reason for this story is I think we do ourselves a disservice because we never explain the heart behind things. Mm-hmm. We don't explain why we do it. There's no real change happening in our lives where, like, uh, me and Elijah were talking in the car on the way here about um, more reverent, traditional-style churches such as, like, Catholic Mass, where they have a very high reverence for the service. Everything is there with an intention, with a purpose that has been the same way, which, as you pointed out, doing the same thing every week can be really, really boring. Yeah. But if you talk to somebody who's really steeped in Catholic theology and they can explain to you the reason why they do all of it, there's a lot of beautiful reasons. Like liturgy in the Catholic Church has been said by the people of the Catholic Church for like hundreds, if not thousands of years. Mm -hmm. And so their whole reason behind it is we're not just saying this ourselves. We're united in saying the same words that the saints that came before us said. And we're trying to be in union, not just with each other, but with everybody. And I think that's a beautiful sentiment. But if you don't know that, you just go to church, you're like, oh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> At least if you're me. Or, you know, <laughs> you, you get to a point where you just read the words and you don't know the meaning. Hmm. And so I think we do ourselves a huge disservice. Like, when we just don't take time to, to explain the heart of things. But the reason that we don't do that is because at what point during a one-hour service are you going to do that? You, you can't, yeah. right? Yeah. There's right. there's no way to make that happen because church was never supposed to be a one-hour-a-week experience. Hmm. And so, yeah, you guys are all looking at me like I'm crazy. That was a lot of lines. I hope you followed my weird connection. No, I don't think you're crazy, and I don't think you're off-topic. I'm just trying to think of how to add on to it. Um, <laughs> you just said everything, but that's it. I just yeah. that, that first comment it. that you made. I don't think you're crazy. I think you need to slow your roll there. But the rest of it, <laughs> yeah. you're not yeah, crazy because not of this. This isn't saying. the reason. This isn't but, the reason in particular. No. But honestly, it's when we have when we've trained a whole generation and generations of generations, honestly, to believe that you come to church once on Sunday and that's all you do. And quite frankly, if you don't do that, you get beaten down. You right. know, you kind of looked at like you're strange. You don't go to church. Because it's work? like either you go to church because, or you don't yeah. go to church. Well, exactly. That's a stigma, though, that's disappearing more. It is it disappearing is. more, but it's disappearing but, more amongst our generation, which yeah. is trying yeah. to look at how to do church differently. Yeah, and the and the implication behind it has, even if it's starting to go away more, I mean, it, it, that's what's carried, it's carried it for so long. Mm-hmm. And the, the stigma of, of going to church or not going to church and they, like I said, the implications behind it have been, they've shaped what church has become, I would argue. And that, that still exists like today, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I, I think if churches could really shift their focus to stop, to stop putting so much energy and effort into the Sunday worship service or the once a week thing, we would find that people are much more transformed by the other ministries. And that mm-hmm. makes church itself more meaningful. You know, it it brings in new experience and new light. Like, when we started this podcast, people would ask me, like, where it fit. Like, oh, is this a Bible study? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not a worship service. Yeah, no. It's, it's literally part of the life of Christians because the average Christian spends all the rest of those hours <laughs> in the real world, quote, unquote. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And so, I don't know, I, I think that's one of the main reasons why it gets so boring. 
What do you What do you guys think? I had just a thought on declaring what this is. Sorry, the, to derail before we get to that. Um, uh, this idea that this isn't a worship service. I question that. Okay, hit me. Um, with your best shot. Well, I, Fire. I, I don't know how away. to. Hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, boy. Um, this is how we get sued. Uh, <laughs> no, it's definitely not a worship service. <laughs> <laughs> it only took hit me, baby. Um, but it, it's, it, I guess it's just a question of what you define as a worship service. Um, because there's like so many different things that you could call a worship service. Because realistically, what we're doing during this time is we're coming together and we're looking at these ideas um, that really are what is tearing people away from God. And ultimately, we're looking at that, these ideas and not not fully trying to justify them, but it's that, that idea of but that comes at the end. Of right. Like yeah. our, our title, it's church is stupid, but... There, there's still reasons why it's amazing and it's one of the most worthwhile things um, that like we find in our lives. And I think ultimately, like, <clears throat> if you were to work, look at this uh, podcast, it almost breaks down to like four people talking about a sermon kind of thing. And it's not even like a discussion kind of thing, but like a, it, ultimately like four people giving a sermon about... Uh, a certain topic and like it's like we have our own itinerary for topic ideas that you go through every Sunday I think like the amount of planning that we put into this and other than the fact that we don't ever pick up a guitar on this podcast like we, can we could that. there's two keyboards over there it's true I actually know where two guitars are also <laughs> we so. can jam um, but I think that some people may call would call this a worship service um, which may be a weird title for it um, but it could ultimately be called that. Can can weird, obnoxious seminary goer uh, put some defining labels upon what you've said? Fine. Do it anyway. I mean, I'm going to do, do it, it anyway. It's sorry. Hit us with your best <laughs> shot. Hey, fire away. Um, grab the guitars. So I, I agree with you, but I think there's also a difference between an intentional worship service and between worship. I mm. think worship can be found here. But all things in worship are not worship services. Yeah. Mm. So I 100% think that what we're doing here, because we come with the intention, with the heart to talk about these things, to talk about God. I mean, we're not here because we're like jumping up and down, <laughs> praising. We don't pull out the guitars. But we're here because we have that heart for God and that heart for what yeah. the church can be. Mm-hmm. And that's worship in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that it would quite be classified as a service. I mean, if you want to take the... Obviously, I could go the, uh, the Wesleyan route of, like, what technical things define a service. But offering is one of those things, so that means that our second service technically wouldn't be... <laughs> or our Oops. basement service technically wouldn't be a... Uh, but I, I mean, if you look at, like, the normal basis for what makes a service, like, you have your preacher preaching, I, I guess you have music, like, the, normally in these days, but let's exclude that one. Uh, so if I take away all the things I want to take away, <laughs> then it's a worship service. I'm sorry. I'm a Methodist. That's all I do. Um, but, if, but if, you know, you keep all of those normal things. That, okay. Sorry, that was really funny. Okay, let's call us half a worship service then. Is that all right? Can we call ourselves worshiping people? Okay, fine. Fair enough. I'm down with that. How about people your who worship? That sounds like we worship people. <laughs> That's true. We definitely don't. We do are that. people who worship. People who worship. What was your original question? Speaking of boring church and boring conversation, <laughs> did I sidetrack completely? Yeah, yeah. You you definitely prefaced it with just a quick derail, but it, it full derailed. 
It's all right. We're we're full derailers. No, it's okay. It's fun. Um, I, I like. Oh, derailing. so it wasn't boring since you had your little snippet in there. Yeah, come at me. Yeah, it was a. It was it seems like a marriage be, dispute. You want to go to be a little yeah. bit of comedy <laughs> Look at the time. in, but you know, I guess I can't really even try to do that anymore. So, what was your original oh. question? <laughs> do you remember? What do you mean? What was my original question? Oh, what? That, what that I completely derailed from. So I had I had said you know my spiel about why I think that a lot of church is boring mm-hmm. and that it has less to do with the worship service and more to do with the fact that we don't have anything to go with it. We don't have any explanation. We don't have you know, any way to live it out and to help people live that out. We just kind of say, go forth and do this. And I said, that to me is one of the major reasons I think that church is super boring. And then I asked you guys, what were other reasons? And then you derailed us. Yeah, no, Andy. No, you're fine. It was, it was an important note. I, I appreciate that. It's very hard for me to put my finger down on a very, like, uh, like objective reason for why church can be boring. Um, because uh, probably because it's it's been so long since I've actually physically attended a church because of COVID, so it's mm-hmm. actually yeah. harder for me to even relate. Because it, it, it's yeah, it's been a long time. Um, I trying trying to put my thoughts together. I think generally, which is kind of like what you were saying anyway. I think there's a lot of people who who normally and you know and intentionally go to church every Sunday, you know, with with good intention, who probably don't even really know the purpose of it at all. I think a lot of people don't, can't find any purpose in actually going. Uh, to put it blatantly, just do it because they're obligated to. Or maybe maybe in a less intense way of explaining it, people just go to church because you're a Christian and you go to church. Mm-hmm. And, even, and even if you know that's not the ultimate purpose of being a Christian, like, you still do it. Because you just do it. It becomes a habit. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It's, it's, even if you know that it's, it's not the most important thing that you attend church every Sunday. And, and even if you're the kind of Christian who will say that, like, outright, yeah, I know that's not what makes me a Christian. Like, I know that it's more, it's about my relationship with God, and it's more than just going to church. 99% of those people still go to church, you know, one day a week on Sunday, just because you it's still just the norm. And I think that even though you can acknowledge that it's not the main reason, I think some people still in that will go without really knowing why mm-hmm. like truly not not why you believe in God or why you choose to worship the God you believe in but why you get up every Sunday and go to church I think a lot of people just don't think about the purpose of it the three um, of us in this room say because we get paid no <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding wow and, and some sorry people, I had to make the joke <laughs> had to make it and some some people it's not like there has to one unified per- I mean some people go to church for their own reasons or have their own things that they find boring and not but I don't know I sort of writing off of the tailcoats of what the tailcoat of what you were saying I don't think I said that right whatever writing off of what you were saying about um isn't it coattail yeah, yeah I said tailcoat <laughs> didn't I I'm like That's something right. didn't sound right but I can't you process were close. yeah Ruth you have a tail and it's wearing a coat apparently yeah. um I mean if I had a tail what else would I do with it no, no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Wesley. Wesley, would you like to tackle this question next? You want me? To what was the question again? <laughs> oh my goodness! Why do you find church boring? So what? yeah, what what's the reason that that you think people well, find church boring? I thought you brought up an interesting point about the Catholic Church and how there's this tradition of I'm saying these things and doing these things that have been happening for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And on the one hand, that's really cool, 
But on the other hand, I think as the times change and generations change, what people need in a church service is different than it was 200 years ago or 300 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, like, I think, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, well, I think you're bringing up a valid point that, that the way that you reach someone mm-hmm. from the 18th century is much different than the way that you reach someone. But how much has that changed since the 18th century? And yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, or do you mean like physically in a church? How much has it changed, or do you mean like how much has it changed? Like how we were supposed to like look at these hymns we sing from 300 years ago. And I love hymns. Don't get me wrong. I'm a classical music nerd, but I know not everyone is, and most people aren't. And so, hmm, I wonder who. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Well, and and for me, again, a, a large portion of it's the difference between. Um, okay, so when I went to school, there were lots of classes I had that were boring. But I learned something, yeah. and it was important to be there. Hmm. And if I'm going to a church and it's boring and I'm not learning anything, then why am I there? Mm-hmm. And and especially if it's not my praise style, mm-hmm. which which every I think everybody worships and praises. As, as you pointed out, you you tend to like hymns. Andy is very clearly not a <laughs> hymn lover. Uh-huh. Um, and let, I, let it let it be said that I also like modern praise songs too. I'm not I'm not picky. Mm. And and oh. I'm I fall there where I I like, I like to have a hymn once in a while, but I also like yeah. contemporary songs. I, I, I can find contemporary music boring, but that's a whole other conversation for a day that we had a while ago. Um, <laughs> See episode, but, I don't, I don't whichever know. one it was. <laughs> but um, either way, it's. I think that a lot of churches have watered down the message, so you're almost hearing the same sermon over and over and over and over. Which repetition can be good, but not forever. Yeah. You know, there's no deeper faith. Like one thing, especially a lot of churches do now is they avoid the Old Testament like the plague, like the plague. And it's fair. It's difficult. It's very difficult to talk about. Or mm-hmm. they talk only about the parts of the Old Testament that are, eh. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of really good richness in yeah. the Old Testament. There's a lot of really interesting stories yeah. And and we tend to just favor the message of just repeating grace, grace, grace. It's it's an evangelistic message. We continue mm. to say, well, and I know, and then we don't live it out. <laughs> Is that why you're making that? No, I, I had a completely different. It, it'll come up next episode, and not this episode. Oh, okay, um, but it's this this idea that it's like, okay, cool. We need to have grace. God showed us grace. We're forgiven. What do we do? And then it stops. Just live a life where you know you have grace. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the end goal in a lot of the, like, well, like, at the end of the day, at the end of almost any sermon that's sort of about it, it all kind of just goes back to that. And it's fill and in the then, blank. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Yeah. And and in some ways that's good, but when there's no help, no instruction, no discipleship happening on yeah. top of the evangelism, then bah, it gets old yeah. after a while. It and does. then you come back every Sunday and you, you hear the... The same thing or something really similar without too much of an end goal afterwards. And not only does the sermon get repetitive, but the sermons are kind of long most of the time. Mm. I feel like pa- almost like pastors feel like they have to preach for thirty minutes or twenty minutes or whatever church it is. You mm. know their time. Would a, would a sermon be more effective and help people carry the message into the, into the real world if it was ten minutes or fifteen minutes? 
Well, where you got these uh, fortune cookies that you open up and you have your sermon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Walk like... Walk into church, you get handed a fortune cookie, you crack it open, boom, there's your There you go. I feel like a lot of modern sermons, you could probably do that, and it would be the one sentence that summed it up, and that would be it. That's the sad thing, is I feel that way. And I'm sure that my sermons feel that way. And mm-hmm. we've been, okay, Andy, no need to be so quick with it. No need to be so quick Andy's with like, it. And he's like, yes. <laughs> yes. This, this, is, <laughs> this is one of those things that I think really, really varies from person to person, though. Mm-hmm. Sure. When it comes Extremely. To, because we can talk about the length of a sermon, and everyone will kind of nod and, and laugh about it. But, I mean, it's more than just the length. It's also the content the content and the, the, the format of a sermon that I feel like really did, determines how engaged i think i think it's just more than not that you were saying it, uh, the length of a sermon is all that matters but um i think you could dive really really deep into the way that sermons in any t- type of church whether it's umc or or um i don't know bad any any denomination the way they're formatted and the 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 norm of the formats yeah, yeah. of sermons is what i'm trying to say i think is what you could really start to dissect well, and on top of that, you're supposed to be reaching with your sermon people from all walks of life. Yeah. But the problem is the current format for sermons is designed for a very specific yeah, yeah. set of people. My problem is I walk a 70. lonely road. Um, I walk a lonely road. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to make a few music references this episode. It, it, We're going to well, get Wesley's flagged. Well, Wesley's on, so we had to make tons <laughs> well, of... Well, I hope we don't get flagged because, like, YouTube... It, has a weird algorithm. We won't get flagged for just singing right now. And I hate songs. to tell you this, Cute. none of us has sung anything close enough to get flagged. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, but yeah, I think, I think the problem is that we've never, as as you pointed out, we've never grown past. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what reaches this generation, and that's great. But also, we need to start. Okay, you got to wait for that entire generation to die off before you try and learn the new generation's thing, and that's been like a constant idea is that you need to keep preaching to the gray hairs before you can preach to the new gray hairs. And then by that time, the new gray hairs are so used to the old gray hair sermon that if you try and change things, they're like, why are you changing things on us? You didn't change things on them. And so it becomes this whole struggle. Well, it and has fight. to be that way. I well, think it's I, easy it, to it, see. It, like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that way, but that is the way that things have been done for a long time. And that's why we don't see any as much change in like churches is because everybody gets used to this rut that they're stuck in. Yeah. And so like when there is change, the people who have had to deal with it since they were young are like, uh, well, I had to deal with this when I was a kid. Why are you changing it for this new generation? Don't change it. We like the way that it is. And they honestly sometimes may like the way that it is, but they don't always... Like it, yeah. it's, it's acknowledging it's that it is a reality doesn't mean that we have to acknowledge that it that it has to stay that way though. And I'm not Definitely. saying I'm not saying that you're saying that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, just just because just because it is or it could be <clears throat> what has happened for generations and generations doesn't mean that we have to. It doesn't mean that we have to view churches or, or, or change in the church as something that's unattainable and just leave it there because we have to wait. I don't know. I think I think. I don't think we're actually disagreeing on anything. I'm just no. I'm just yeah. saying like he just wants to fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm pretty angsty these days. <laughs> <laughs> it just needs to happen at some point. Should push for change while also like in anything in any yeah. kind of movement, push for change while acknowledging, you know, the reality of what's happening. Basically. Well, and I I have to take this this on myself in our last few minutes. Um, I 
used to feel really, really guilty when I would sit and listen to sermons and get really bored. (laughs) And I felt really bad about it for a long time. And then I started to understand that the way that we process things genuinely is so different Yes. from the way that like our parents process. And it's not that they process things wrong and we process things right. It's that we have grown up in a much different style of learning and in a much different style of gathering information. That's a whole, that's a whole nother. Yeah. We could definitely dive into that too, because it's that's a whole thing. (laughs) And I think that there's some ways that we can tackle that without saying that what's happening is wrong for everybody. Yeah. but saying that it's not really right for a lot of people. Hmm. And it's the same thing. When you're a teacher in a classroom, you have to reach people who un- who learn in vastly different ways. Some people are kinesthetic learners. Some people are um, audible Auditory. learners. Yeah, thank you. Some people are visual. It, it yeah. just, every person is different, and trying to reach all of those people at once is very difficult. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that our problem is that we're really not, trying to reach everybody which i think is what andy was trying to get at was we're preaching to the people you don't know if that was what sure um, we'll go with yes (laughs) (laughs) yes it was that we preach to the gray hairs as you put it Mm -hmm. because let's be frank most of the reason is money and financial and they're the people who have the time and the resources to hold up the church as opposed to younger people who are still figuring it out, don't necessarily have a ton of money or a ton of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just wait, and then we preach to the next gray hairs. <laughs> but yeah. also, this is something maybe we can talk about in the next episode, mm-hmm. yep, because we are really out of we're time. We're really out of time. The older people that we're talking about, are they also being really being reached by this current sermon format or the style that we're talking about, the different styles and time lengths and things? Yeah. Or is that just what they've done since they were five years old? And so Very they've fair, accepted yeah. that this is what church is, and they just put yeah. up with it, for lack of a better term. Yeah. See, that was more my point. But um, but I said it better. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, I'm actually <laughs> not going to lie. He did say it better. No, he did. Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Sorry, Andy. So, uh, Wes, we will you're replacing see you me. in the next uh, episode. Best of luck with this whole tech stuff. <laughs> Thanks. It's going to be great. But, um, but yeah, well, and we'll keep diving into this and diving into why boring and making things entertaining are not necessarily all the same. I'm pretty sure you just named the episode for me, Why Boring. Um, thanks. You're welcome. Why um, boring? I'm very happy to help. For all of us here at Church of Stupid, <laughs> comma, but. I'm Andy. Ooh. I'm Ruth. I'm Wesley. I'm Elijah. And we hope that you enjoy the rest of your week.